Please turn your Bibles to the book of Ephesians. In verses 19 through 21. Ephesians 5, 19 through 21. When we are Holy Spirit controlled. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. We have paused in our... because we have taught on the Lord's Supper and we have taken the Lord's Supper. Filled with the Spirit. And within that message, the last message in Ephesians, we brought out a point about the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. statement or two from verses 19 and 20 and 21. And we're going to this... And what He does in us when we are holy. These three things are not the only three things the Holy Spirit does in our lives, but they are three things that Paul pointed out to the church for definite important reason. And we find nine fruits in Galatians 5, 19 through, uh, well, 22 and 23, and we could speak on that and have a series for nine weeks. So there's a lot of things we could talk about concerning the result of being holy. We're going to look at tonight. And you know, I'm glad that God has not left us alone concerning uh, what the Spirit does. And what He leads us into... I don't mean to sound... are informed in the Word of God of the work that He is going to do, not just in the Christian, I can't say that, but according to the text here, in the, in the Holy Spirit. Controlled believer is going to have some work done throughout his life or her life, and we can know what that is. 
He sheds light to let us know what's going to come into our lives as we're influenced by the power. I mean, can every Christian answer the question, yes, I am spirit-driven. I am Holy Spirit-influenced in my life. He has... We have... Us. Well, we find out by these things. About to share. So, when we are Holy Spirit controlled, three things tonight. We're Nineteen through 21. Let me back up to the middle of 18. And you notice at the end of 18, there's not a period after that. So it flows. But be filled with the Spirit. Let's continue. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. So, someone might laugh at that, that first thing, but that's, look, that's Bible. That's right here. If we're filled with the Spiritual songs. I heard a story told as a true story. I, I believe it was in Time magazine. But this man went to see a psychiatrist. About and the psychiatrist, starting out lightly, says... Well, what do you hear right now? And he said, I hear the Rudy Valley radio show. And I don't know, I didn't know what that was. That was a radio show. Might have had different names that went on from 1924 to about 1984. So don't feel... If you're my... Horrible, I don't know. But that's what the man said. So the questioning went... Worked in a crystals had lodged themselves in the cavity in his tooth, and it had made him his own radio program, if you will. He he was a radio receiver. That's what he had been transformed into. So probably a first for this psychiatrist. He referred him to a dentist and the dentist cleaned him up and fixed him up and took care of his problem and he was off the air after that. (laughs) Told as a true story. And I say that to say 
that in the spirit-filled believer, there is our heart. There is a song that is always going on in the one who is spirit-filled. We should be carrying around a song with us everywhere we go. The Bible has a lot to say about singing. As we look up the subject through God's Word, we find that singing is very important to God. God has made it known in many places in His Word how important music this is. He does so in... To being filled with the Spirit. If we are filled with the Spirit, we are going to sing praises to God. We are going to be moved. The Spirit-filled believer is going to be seen and going. This goes way beyond a personality. This goes way beyond our vocal talent. It goes beyond someone being shy. The Spirit-filled believer is a singing believer. We're yielded to the Spirit, and when we are, we're going to yell a melody. Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas, they were thrust into prison... Their feet were fast in the stocks. And at midnight they prayed and they sang praises to God. They were spirit-filled in prison in the middle of their calamity, in the middle of their persecution, but the spirit-filled going to be heard from the spirit influence. And it's going to be from the heart. We're not motivated. Oh, if, if, if Brother Tim stops for a verse or Brother Nolan stops for a verse, we're to be, we're not to be mouthing along, but we're to be mindful of who we are singing to. And, and what we are singing about Him to Him. We're to be meditating on God's Word as we're singing. Just a verse of a song we sang tonight just stood out because it goes with the message. Well, well, how And we're singing to heaven. Singing to the Lord, it's not a display of our talent to other people. We don't sing to be heard by man, but we sing to praise, to adore, and to worship the Lord. The song service is a very important part of the worship service. It's part of worship to God when we sing to the Lord. And though we are not singing to the church, a little something to think about 
is that we're singing with the church. We are all one unified holy choir, whether we're up here or whether we're there. And we're all to give him sing together to Him. We're not singing to one another. We're singing to exalt our Savior, but nevertheless, it's uplifting to the people. We can consider together. You're not singing to Brother Tim or Brother Nolan when they're up here, but there's no doubt that they are uplifted and they are encouraged when from Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. No matter what some commentators might try to do with the singing of psalms here, we are talking about the book of the Old Testament. These psalms. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. Great is the Lord and worthy of glory. Great is the Lord and worthy of praise. We sing that psalm. The 42nd Psalm. As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. And that is... The Psalms themselves, we sing the Old Testament Psalms. We ought to sing more of them. We ought to read them and we ought to make our own melody. 5.13 says, is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing Psalms. But there's not only Psalms that we sing, there's hymns that we sing. Now, They're not perfect, and we wouldn't sing every hymn. Brother Scott would probably say, everybody... Christ. There are psalms, there are hymns, and there are spiritual songs. Let me be the one to say this, because I'm standing up here, and also because I'll just tell you my favorite songs to sing 
are the hymns. But notice what we see here. Hymns are not the only spiritual songs that are okay to sing. Songs of But there are many that are very good, that are pleasing to God, that we can. It's not just. It's about a lot of scriptural, spiritual songs. And overall, when we are submissive to the Spirit, we're going to have a singing spirit about us. And what a joyful thing that is. It just... Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. We have a song in our heart when we are filled with the Spirit. The 95th Psalm says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. It's a command that we sing. his ear to the spirit-filled believer who's singing praises to him. And they're singing praises The Lord said, Take thou away from me the blesses God in song. It's, it's important that we see what God says about music and that we sing from our hearts sincerely and that we be spirit-filled. giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe the one statement I made about this a month ago is gratitude is the attitude when we're spirit-filled. Look, to be thankful 
this is not something for extra credit for the Christian. Oh, well, they're, they're a Christian, and, and, and they know the word, but man, they're thankful. They get bonus points. And I emphasize that because I don't... that we do. God expects His people to be thankful people. Paul in the last days in perilous times to be unthankful produces devastating consequences in our lives. In Deuteronomy 28.47, it says, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. In other words, because you're, you're, not, you're serving me begrudgingly and not with joy and not... ...shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. There are devastating consequences for you and I if we're not spirit-filled because we're not able to be the kind of thankful that God is calling us to be if we're not filled with the Spirit. This is not a... And and just out of the mouth, a thank you to God in our natural state. It takes the Holy Spirit to be this kind of thankful. Look what it says. Giving thanks always for all things. We're called to be thankful in times that we received help. Are pleasing and in things that are painful. For all things, we're to give thanks. And it takes the Holy Spirit giving you and I understanding. Understanding of the Word, understanding of this, for us to be thankful. But it's there. Romans 8.28 says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. The first three words of that, for we know then we know what God Exactly, but we can know that it's for good. It may not be something we classify as good, but God is going to do good. He does good with them. And when we know that all things work together for good, then we give Him thanks for all things. 
God controls all things and all things. And you may have been some through things that I haven't before. That can be true, but we understand by the Word of God of what God's going to do with these things in general. And so I ask us all here tonight, are we thankful for all things? You might say that's hard to say. That's hard to do. It takes being under the influence to be able to. Are we thankful for all things? This is a true test for the believer as to the measure of the influence of His Spirit in our lives. May we be helped in this experience with the Holy Spirit to be able to be thankful throughout our day. To be able to go to this and to know that God is worthy of praise and He's worthy of thanksgiving for all things. When we are Holy Spirit influenced, we are sincere in thanks and we will be submitting to God's people. Verse 21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. You know what I have found to be very effective? Is to talk about not only what a verse means, but what a verse doesn't mean. I don't, I don't think I've necessarily always had the right attitude or gave as much time to that as I should. But I think it helps for the doctrine of the church as far as what we believe to talk whether how major or how minor or how foolish or how deep of a false teaching something is, it's good to do. So I point out that there are those who have taken this verse and they have applied it to marriage. As in, the wife submits to the husband and the husband submits to the wife. And that the scripture, but then there are those who have tried to apply this to the family unit, that the children submit to the parents, and the parents submit to the children, and you can laugh if you want to, but have tried to take this out of context to mean, that's, that's just as silly as saying, not only are the lawbreakers to submit, Police officers are to serve. They're to serve, but they don't submit. This is speaking, though, of members of the Lord's church. One has written to It's going to take place when God's people are in. We're going to be submitting ourselves one to another. The evidence that we are in submission to the Holy Spirit is revealed 
of putting others above ourselves, of considering others as more important than our own selves. So that makes us have to look at things like criticism or envy or selfishness or division. And it's just holding a sign saying, I'm not walking in the Spirit. I'm walking in the flesh, not the Spirit. Because those things are not manifestations of the Spirit. But going out of our way for someone else, to have respect for others, and to be in submission one to another. In our flesh, we might say, I don't do that. Or you might say, well, God needs to take another look at this church and who He's telling me to submit to. That's, that's, not, that's not the Holy Spirit's attitude, changing attitude in our lives. Understand, this isn't just something the Christian does. This is what the Spirit-filled believer does. We submit one to another. These things happen when we walk in the Spirit. There's a saying that's pretty popular that we've chuckled about before, which goes, to live above with the saints we love, that will be glory. But to live below, story. You know, and nothing can compare at all to the thought of all God's people in heaven one day when Jesus Christ is the pastor and He is leading the entire flock together and we no longer have a sin nature. It's a wonderful thing. that by being filled with the Spirit. There's a good example that we have of that, and I'm going to read all the verses through in Acts chapter 2 and verse 41, and, and I want you to fellowship with this church as we walk through the, the activities of this church and how it's described. Then they that gladly received His word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together." and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Reading of this church experience makes me want to be so sensitive and so in tune with the Spirit of God that that as one member right here, I could contribute in some way to our church, the church that I'm a member of, becoming like this church that we're reading of here. A.W. Tozer, he spoke of a quality belonging to the Holy Spirit And he called it P. 
penetrability. And I had to check Tozer out with the dictionary to make sure that was a word. I recognized the root there, but I wasn't sure about how he put that together. It's a word. as in the human body. Our human spirit and our heart. Be filled with the Spirit. And three things, maybe the, maybe the series will come later, but for now, singing continually. Giving thanks for all things always, bidding one to another. How far reaching is the application of the Holy Spirit through us in these things? Let us examine. And if we're all honest, we would probably all say, I'll say for myself, that I have work to do. And we probably all have work to do. So let us examine ourselves, not someone else. That's not spirit-led. Let us examine ourselves so that we can be better for it, so that we can be better as a result of the word that God has given us tonight. And on a Wednesday night, you know, it, it would be easy to think, well, everyone is saved. Everyone's been born again in, in this gathering for, for Bible study. But as we're speaking of the Spirit, I would close with Romans 8.16, which says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And so I ask you tonight, if you know, that you are a child of God. I'm not talking about going through the motions or, or baptism is not salvation, so nothing like that. Peace with God tonight through Jesus Christ and It, it's a mistake to go through the motions if you don't have that peace and you don't know that you've been born again, you've been saved. You, it leads us to submit to the Word. But I knew it was the Word of God. I wasn't able to oppose to live within the believer and the Spirit of God is in line with the Word of God. So we don't know it all, but, but we respect and we submit to what God's Word says. So we're not going to have a hymn of invitation. That doesn't have to happen. If you're here tonight and the Lord is convicting you, the Holy Spirit is convicting you of your sin, 
that you know you need to trust Jesus Christ and know Him as Lord and Savior, you have that opportunity to come to several of us before we leave this sanctuary tonight and do so. But with that, we are going to close in a word of prayer this evening. And uh, Brother Rome Hickey, would you like to close us in prayer, sir?